Oh, ho, ho. Welcome back to the Beso Profundo podcast. Ooh. <laughs> I'm Jonathan. I'm Sam. And that was today, a good ho, ho, ho. That was the good ho, ho, ho. But then you still added spooky ghosts. Oh, I Sam. did add spooky. I'm sorry. I'm Sam, sorry. It's, I added spooky it's December. Ghosts. We have I to be. Know. We have to be jolly. You know, this reminds me of an episode of Bob's Burgers that I was just watching where Which Tina... One? It was like a re- like a recent one within the last few weeks where they have like a concert outside the restaurant and Tina's like, I'm going to practice my woos. And then she's like, woo. And they're like, nah, it needs work. So that's how I feel whenever I do the woos in the All intro. Right, yeah. for, 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 for homework for next time, we need you to practice your woos. Yeah. Okay. That's okay. fair. That's fair. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh my goodness. Hello everybody. We're we're the we're co-hosts. I'm Jonathan and I think you said you're Sam already. Did you? I did, but that's okay. okay. But just so you know who we are. Yeah. Hi. Um we're in the Christmas season now. We're it's December. Hooray. Yes. I know. Merry Christmas, first week of December. This one should hit you What is it today? Today's the the 3rd, so probably like the fifth or the sixth? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. right in the beginning, we're hoping that you're keeping warm because it is very it's very chilly out. I mean, I'm I'm sort of wrapped in like a big old blanket because Jack Frost is nipping at my ass and I don't fucking like it. Yeah, it's a bit warmer here in New York, but it is rainy, which really? I don't like. like. It's like oh, fifty, God. yeah. It's like fit like, yeah, see where I where I am, it's telling me that it is forty-three which is a little bit chillier. Yeah, so not freezing, but I'm still like, you know, I'm walking around in like my slippers and my blanket, sort of like a shawl. Mm -hmm. If you've ever seen me before, and you can, you can see our beautiful faces on our website that we have now, com. Yeah, I'm just like walking around, basically kind of like Ebenezer Scrooge. Like I have like my gown and my tiny hat and then like a little dish for a candle that I just stumble around the house in. (laughs) I love it. Oh, yeah. So before we get into what the episode is about, and you already know what the episode is about because you have reading literacy and all those good things hooked on phonics style. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're just going to sort of set the mood. So it's December. It's snowing outside. Santa's coming. You've laid out cookies a month in advance. They're going to go bad, but it still looks good. Mm-hmm. Um so what is our favorite things about the season? Last time we talked about like our favorite artists, like stuff that we listen to that just really get us in the mood. But it's not all about the music on our music podcast that we're talking about music on. <laughs> Sometimes it's other things. Yes. So like, yeah. So like this time we're going to talk about like just very briefly like our favorite Christmas specials of all time. Cause it's like, you know, what's on TV? Like, what do you, what do you watch? Like, they're so important. So like, Sam, like what's, what's a couple from you that like, you just can't go the season without. Oh man. There's quite a few that I religiously watch every year. And uh, it's funny because as I'm looking at this list, I'm like, yeah. actually all of the ones that I put on here with the exception of one has some sort of, yeah, like Christmas song. Mm-hmm. in the episode so i guess it kind of ties into you know music and what we do and what we talk about yeah but so the first one i noticed that you put down as well as the year without a santa claus i Ooh. was a 
I was obsessed with that one when I was a kid. Oh my god, it's so it's so sweet because it has um it has the Winter Warlock. It has like his penguin friend, and then mm-hmm. like Origins of Santa. It's like so it's so feel good, and I, mm-hmm. I I love it. Plus, I love the stop motion. Oh, me too. And I love oh, what's their names? Um, I'm Mister Heat Miser. I'm oh, yes. Mister Sun. Key Miser and Snow Miser. Yeah. I'm Mr. Green Christmas. I'm Mr. Hundred and One. I like Snow. I like Snow Miser better because when he does like the like the sort of like oh, yeah. chilly sort of sound <laughs> and he spins around. Oh, it's so good. My favorite. I love it. I love it. I've been watching that like once a day. Hmm. Oh my goodness. Uh, I also love the SpongeBob Christmas special, which features yeah. Patchy the Pirate and friends oh, about their first Christmas. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen that in forever. Oh, it's so good. And the song really goes way too hard. Like they did not have to go that hard with that song, but no, not at all. Oh my so goodness. Good. Yeah. I also love Hey, Hey, It's Kanishmas, which is the Christmas version Chowder. Uh, of Chowder. It's yeah, it's Kanishmas. It's really great. Kanish Kringle comes and he kicks people and goes, <laughs> and it's really funny. <laughs> Please continue. <laughs> Seriously, one of the one of the greatest specials. That is so funny. Oh, it's so funny. Also, which ties into a little bit of this week's episode, the Victorious Christmas episode is another one that has a fantastic song in there that does not have to go that hard. And it ties into today's episode because we might be talking about Liz Gillies a little bit, who is in Victorious. Oh, yeah. Yes. We we, we might be. Who knows, really? We might be. We don't know. You guys probably don't know yet, but we'll tell you soon. Don't look it up. We'll we'll get there. Exactly. And the last one I have on here is not a Christmas special, but still a holiday special, and it is the Rugrats Hanukkah episode, which, by the time you're listening to this episode, Mm -hmm. either will be almost Hanukkah or will be Hanukkah. So happy Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah to all of our people and listeners of the Hebrew faith. Yeah, but the yeah. Rugrats Hanukkah episode is so cute. They learn about the meaning of Hanukkah. Well, they call it the meanie of Hanukkah because they think that, like, you know, the, the grandpa's friend is actually a meanie. And oh, it's that's so right. cute. And Angelica wants to watch her Christmas special with Cynthia. And it's just, it's super cute. And you learn a lot about Jewish faith and Hanukkah and the origins of Hanukkah. And it's the Rugrats is just such a cute show, anyways. Oh my God! Speaking of um, speaking of Hanukkah, uh, Adam Sandler's Eight Crazy Nights. Like I just, oh, I don't that know why. One's so good. It's so fucking funny. What's his name? Like the little, like the little furry Hobbit, where he's like, take the technical foul. I love it. It's so funny. <laughs> I just, I just watched that the other night. Um, it's fucking hilarious. So, so speaking of Hanukkah, um, some other ones that are like really like personal for me is i love like the original and then also the jim carrey grinch like those are so those are so fun like the sound sort of scape that they do for the original and then jim carrey's like insane performance that he put into you know under all those layers of like grinch makeup like absolutely Mm -hmm. insane um we talked about a year without santa claus uh santa claus is coming to town like oh that's another good one oh yeah santa claus is coming to town it's it's really sweet um wait how does that one go is santa claus is coming is coming to town isn't 
Isn't that the one with um with um Klaus, like the redhead, and he grows Wait, up with the toy I makers? Think I think I think that's the that's one I fucked up earlier. With, we were talking about the Winter yeah, Warlock, we ta- yeah. Yeah, that's the Winter Warlock, the Penguin. I said that on a Year Without Santa Claus. The Year Without Santa Claus, Santa's sick, and he's like, oh, "I'm going to take a year off." And then they got to go convince it to be winter in Texas from snow miser and heat miser. That's oh, right. Yeah. I messed yeah. up. Oh my god! I I'm going to listen to this in the future and go, "No, you dumb idiot! What are you talking about?" <laughs> Literally, like, how how do I mess that up? They're kind of similar because they both have Santa Claus in them. Oh, I like in Santa Claus is coming to town with the Burger Meister 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 Burger. Burger. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yo, yo. Yo, yo, toy. And then. (laughs) I love yo, yo. Oh yeah, that's what that's what like melts his heart and fun. and then he dies at the end, which I think is really funny because like all of a sudden and then they're like and then he died and then everything was cool. I'm like, oh yeah. my god, yeah, it's great. Yeah. Oh, and then the, the the postman in the beginning, like I, I oh, he's yeah. just like a, a, a great storyteller. I'm like, I don't relate to you. It's Christmas and you're smiling. I don't understand that. What the hell? Because yeah. I'm a postman, and no, I am very sad. <laughs> um, <laughs> Oh my goodness! But I do not speak for all postmen. I have to. I have to put that out there. Um, Mickey's Once and Twice Upon a Christmas, like the two, like the two separate movies, because it's it's a Mickey Mouse. It's Christmas. It's feel good. And then finally, bringing it bringing it home with an episode I literally not an episode, a special that I literally just watched two days ago is the movie Klaus from twenty twenty two. It's I was. I was pr- pretty much crying throughout that movie because I'm a big Damn. soft baby. Yeah, it's very, it's very sweet and it's, it's very, it's cute. I like it. Um, is it J.K. Simmons who plays? Um, oh God, he was on the movie Whiplash, and then he was also Catherick Thorne in Baldur's Gate Three. Um, oh God, is that is he plays the dad in Invincible? Is it J.K. Simmons? I have no idea. I'm so sorry. No, oh yeah, it, it is. It is. J.K. Simmons plays uh, plays Santa Claus. So, oh, and the ending, nice. And the ending just broke me. Oh my gosh, it's great. So, a little spoiler ahead of time, but so just anything to really get the get the spirit filling your heart. Believe in Santa Claus. For, play in the snow. Have a snowball fight and drink some hot mm-hmm. cocoa. Eat up by the warm fire as Don't we talk about. Don't eat the yellow snow. Don't eat the actually, yeah, that's a that's a very good point. I was gonna be like, yeah. yes, and here's the episode. No, that's good advice. Don't eat yellow snow. Oh my <laughs> god, that's what my dad tells me every year. I'm oh Sam with your with your good advice. Don't eat yellow snow. <laughs> do not do it. Um, and so, Sam, what is the episode about? Today's episode is about a very, very, very new album by Liz Gillies and Seth MacFarlane called We Wish You the Merriest, which is a compilation of Christmas songs. And, and it's did it come out? fantastic. It came out extremely recently. Let yeah. me find it. came out on November 3rd, 2023. So it's literally, oh, it's today the 3rd. It's literally a month old. Exactly a month ago. Yeah. So it's like, it, it doesn't get much, it doesn't get much fresher than this. Like mm-hmm. when we decided to do it, well, cause this was, you, you picked this one and I was like, oh yeah, that, I don't think that was on our list. Yeah. Let's do that. And I was like trying to find reviews and stuff for it. And there was like nothing. Cause I'm sitting here like, where, where is it? And then I looked it up. It just came out. That is so yeah. cool. 
So we're we're a little we're a little fresh with this one. Yeah, and uh, way back yeah. when I don't remember what episode it was in, but you had mentioned that they had done a collab, Liz and Seth. They did. And I remember I was shocked because I was like, first of all, I didn't know they knew each other. Second of all, I didn't know Seth MacFarlane could sing. Third of all, I had never heard any of the music that they had done. And so it's so funny because after we talked about it in that episode, I kept getting like request, not requests, recommendations for their first EP. And I would see like clips mm. of them singing together. And I'm like, this yes. is so funny. And then I saw that Liz posted on her Instagram, like way back in September when their first single from this album came out that they put together a Christmas album. And I was like, oh, that'd be perfect. Forgot to put it on the list. But here it is anyways. So oh, yeah. this so, is We, well, uh, we Wish You the Merriest. Yeah. We Wish You the Merriest. The Merriest. The Merriest. The Merriest. <laughs> so like yeah like this one and i thought it was so funny that you didn't know that seth mcfarland was a singer is because like um he okay are you a big fan are you like a family guy watcher no i watch clips here and there but not very much okay see that's probably why because it's like he's been he's been singing for a long time as because like his singing stuff that he gets out is like through brian and stewie which are like the two characters that he does and brian is literally just his voice like when he does brian it's just him talking so like in the episodes like the um the road to rhode island which is a really great one and when they do stuff with frank sinatra jr so those are like family guy musical episodes where you can really hear seth MacFarlane's like you know singing chops before he had a lot of his albums out so he's he's always been a fantastic singer and then there's liz gillies which liz she was on victorious like we all knew she could mm-hmm. sing it was a song about right. singing in a musical school so it's like you know from the get-go like right when she was put into the public eye and sort of like in our scope as what were we like 13 12 whatever yeah yeah, yeah like we 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 been now like i mean you know jade was kind of jade but she could sing yeah. <laughs> true which is very yeah. true oh my god i i watched some clips from victorious because they were like oh you like liz gillies here you go you must love the victorious show and i'm like wow jade is so mean oh my god <laughs> yeah. yeah but but there was more to her than that which is like a yeah. lot better which is really cool i still love but her yeah. character though i i love it too so just this album is so great it's so new and i'm really great uh I, I feel really good that we get to talk about it with it being so hot off the presses we got like the, got the hell EPM, yeah which oh Oof, my god hot, I'm, hot, hot. <laughs> like we're passing it back and forth to each other ooh, yes ooh, hot, hot potato oh. hot potato hot final <laughs> there they sell i think it's called like evergreen um version of the album so like the uh the vinyl itself is like foresty green which i want so bad it's so pretty i like i love collecting vinyl and like i love collecting like weird like old or like different ones that are like different colors like i want to get my my crown jewel that i want is the cindy lopper electric yellow oh oh my girls just want to have fun in electric yellow that thing looks so fire but yeah like this one that's awesome it's it's awesome but like the album and like the we, we wish you the merriest it's not it's not like anything else that's sort of out there it reflects sort of a bygone era in music which is sort of like the big band jazzy swing sort of style like what do you what do you think about it like how do you feel about it 
When I first listened to We Wish You the Merriest, which is their first single from the album, mm -hmm. it was a lot different than I expected because it has that big band element. Mm -hmm. I think because when I think of Seth McFarlane, I think of Family Guy. And like I said, I didn't really know that he was a professional singer, let alone like a jazz singer or like a big right. band guy. So yeah. I heard it and I knew Liz was going to kill Liz kills whatever she sings. She's just so mm -hmm. fantastic. And I heard, well, first of all, her and Seth's voices, just their tones together. They're just fantastic. They blend beautifully. And yeah. hearing like that big band style was like shocking to me. I was like, I did not know that Seth was like a jazz guy. And this is so fun and, and uplifting and upbeat. So the album itself is just it's just so fun, so jazzy. It's definitely different than I think a lot of the compilation Christmas albums that we hear today. Mm -hmm. If you're a fan of like big band music, I think you'll uh, love it. I I am certainly. I've listened to like a lot of big band and swing for for a really, really long time. Sort of like you know, obviously there's Bing. We already talked about him. Like Frank Sinatra, Dean Martin. Um, oh God, who does Mac the Knife? I am having su such a brain fart. But like that whole, and you know, that whole era, like, um, oh, he just passed this year. He played with uh, Lady Gaga. What's his name? Uh, Tony Bennett. Tony Bennett. Oh my God, that was gonna kill me. Like they're they're all fantastic, and I've I've always loved that era. And so, and I, I've listened to Frank's, not Frank. Oh my God, I'm getting them all mixed up. I, I've I've listened to Seth's albums before, just because a, a I'm a fan of the music, and he has such a pretty voice. Like my one of my favorite albums that he does is uh, the Holiday for Swing from from 2014. Like you know, mm. the, his version of Marshmallow World is awesome. Uh, Maka, uh, Little Jack Frost, Get Lost. Like, those ones are absolutely, like, stellar. And so for him to, to put this out with, with Liz Gillies, like, the contrast between their two voices is just, is absolutely crazy. So, like, you know, it'll never go out of fashion. The sort of big band, jazzy swing style. Like, we, we, touched, we touched on it, and I stand by it. Like... You know, Liz and Seth agree in one of their View interviews that, like, they're heavily influenced by uh, Bing and Rosemary Clooney. Like, I, I love that era of music. And I, I think I had you listen to a couple of their songs, Bing and Rosemary. I did, yes. Excellent. So you can sort of, like, hear, like, the back and forth sort of, like, conversational style singing mm -hmm. where it's, like, it'll have – it'll be, like, a song where typically it's, like, one part, but because it's, like – it's split between the two of them. You'll have like the high and the low and it's like passed back and forth and then like it breaks it up and just adds yeah. so much to it. I, I cannot, I cannot get enough of it. Oh, and it's especially. It's like a call and response thing. Exactly. Which is super exactly. cool. Oh my God. And, and especially when, when, uh, with like the Andrew sisters and Bing. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Nuts. Oh, but then I also, I was listening to this, like the, the difference between like Rosemary Clooney and Liz Gillies is like is I think I think Liz has like a little bit higher voice in higher vocal vocal range, and so like Rosemary's is like slightly huskier and like in like deeper and like more like sort of talky, but like they're they're both great in, in their own ways. Like I I really like that. Oh yeah, definitely yeah. definitely. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I also before this episode that we're recording, I watched. Yeah two of their live performances one from the view and one from the today show nice. and they sound 
exactly the same live as they do on the recordings in the studio. And that's just, that's how you know that someone has such a deep internal talent is if they sound exactly the same same in the studio as they do live. Mm -hmm. Like it's crazy how much they sound exactly the same. Right. And I think that's, it's sort of, it's consistent to the era of the music that they're even like drawing from. Cause it's like, you look at old recordings of like, you know, Sinatra, the Rat Pack and like the gang and all that from back in like the forties and fifties and even the sixties. And like, you know, it'll, it'll just, it'll be amazing. Like they'll add like little things to it, but it's just, it's like, it's like studio. It's there's, there's no, there's no better quality. And it's something that I don't. I feel like you don't get in many other places in the musical world. Agreed. So it's it's really crazy. But before we can really talk about the album and talk about their amazing and stellar talents as singers, we have to talk about them individually and the background of the artists. So we're starting off with Seth McFarlane, Seth Woodbury McFarlane, uh, hmm. following his graduate. Oh yes, yeah. I, I think it's really funny. I just I like middle names, and I like seeing people's middle names just because it's like it Woodbury is a thumb. cool one. It is cool. It's uh, like I mine's mine's just mine's my dad's name, so uh, like I'm like oh Robert, okay, so because it's kind of like a it's kind of like another oh. first name. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. What's That's what's your cool. name? Diane. Diane. Ooh, Diane. Samantha yeah. Diane Dupuis. That's very like that's very Broadway. Thank you, Samantha Diane. (laughs) 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 Sorry. Um, So Seth Woodbury McFarland, Seth McFarland, following his graduation in 1995 from Rhode Island School of Design for Video and Animation, moved to Los Angeles to begin his career in the big time. At Hanna-Barbera, where he would later go on to work, Seth worked as both an animator and a writer on Johnny Bravo, Cow and Chicken, and I think a couple of others, but those are the ones that I really saw his most prominent work featured in. Uh, Did not know that. Oh yeah, oh yeah, he had his hand in many pies. Uh, but soon he was to be picked up by Fox for his pilot and the success that followed, uh, which Seth is best known for writing, animating, and producing the hit TV shows Family Guy, American Dad, and The Cleveland Show, uh, along with uh, in-person projects like Ted. A Million Ways to Die in the West, and The Orville. I'm a big fan of The Orville. It's like New Age Star Trek with a lot more comedy. It's really great. And mm. Liz, Gilly was, Liz Gillies was in an episode of The Orville alongside Seth. Oh, that's so fun. Yeah, she played, um, I think it was a character of a sort of futuristic race that had like transcended humanity that like it was just like this whole thing with like time and they kept revisiting that society throughout time it was really really cool so check out the orville it's a great show but um as opposed to his tv credits movie credits um and his musical passion he has to say i love and am fascinated by exciting orchestration what you can do with a band that size and i think in many ways, it's a lost art. And I, I can totally agree because there's so many moving pieces uh, for like an orchestra to like, you know, you have like the brass, um, percussion, woodwinds, strings, like there's, there's so much that goes into it. And even mm-hmm. people who play every individual instrument, that's even like another layer of talent of just people coming together with like their honed craft, you know? Right. And orchestras are crazy to me because it's like each 
part, each group, like strings versus brass versus percussion or whatever, is so different, but they have to fit so perfectly together that it mm-hmm. melts into the song. It's right. so interesting with like, I don't know, one of my favorite like orchestra songs is, um, which one is it? Oh, oh that does not ring a bell at all. That's really pretty. Trans Siberian Orchestra. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, that's ooh, that's a Christmas song. Trans Siberian Orchestra. They are fantastic. Um, yes. By the way. They also used to be Sabotage, which if you're a fan of Trans Siberian Orchestra, look up Sabotage. Oh, cool! It's called Christmas Eve slash Sarajevo 1224. It's I like see it, it has. Yeah, it's oh, it's so cool. It has like the orchestration, some fantastic cello in the beginning, but it also has the electric guitar. It's so funky. Yes, but it's things, it's things like that. Yeah, I'm like each part is so different, but it, yet mm-hmm. somehow it all connects together, mm-hmm. and it sounds beautiful. Yeah. Oh, also uh, some other a uh, Trans Siberian Orchestra uh, Trans Siberian Orchestra song. I'm getting ahead of myself. Is Wizards in Winter. Uh, a Mad Russian's Christmas, and uh, what's one one more? Uh, Moonlight and Madness. I, I really Ooh. like those. So like that's just more music for you to check out. But yeah, seriously, check out Sabotage, uh, specifically the song Chance. They're 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 amazing. Um, cool. But yeah, so big band orchestra. I love it. Um, and plus, Seth has uh, five Grammy nominations under his belt. Wow. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He, That's fantastic. He, he does what he does well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, now let's talk about Liz, shall we? Oh, yeah. So, Elizabeth Egan Gillies. Ooh, that's a nice middle name, too. Egan. Egan. Ooh, yeah, yeah. You don't, you don't see a middle name like that all the time. It's very pretty. Yeah. Elizabeth Egan Gillies made her Broadway debut at age 15 in the musical 13, playing the character of Lucy. She made her first television appearance in The Black Donnellys in 2007, later starring, as we mentioned, as Jade West in the Nickelodeon series Victorious from 2010 to 2013. She provided Mm. the voice of Daphne in Nickelodeon's Winx Club from 2011 to 2014, and she had a main role in the FX comedy series Sex and Drugs and Rock and Roll from 2015 to 2016. She also most recently played the prominent role as Fallon Carrington on Dynasty, which ended in 2022, which is a reboot of the 1980s series of the same name. Liz has also appeared in various films, including Animal from 2014, Killing Daddy from 2014, Vacation in 2015, and Arizona in 2018. Yeah. So super, super talented. Oh, yeah. And then sort of coming back to where you, like, didn't even know that they worked together, like... And how and how they had met up and how long they've even like been working together, which I thought was like I found this uh, in an interview, and I think it was from I think it was either from like the View, just them talking together. Oh yeah, so apparently they met at a karaoke bar, and they yeah. quote soon realized they were singing the same type of music. Like 2015 or 2016, they toured a little bit together and have been singing together ever since. That's so sweet. I, I can just imagine like what that moment was like where they're like, you know, they're singing the same era and, you know, the, of like similar artists and they're kind of just mm-hmm. like, oh, you like this music too. And then like, I, that's, that's like really cool. So you, yeah. you never, you never know. You never know when you're gonna like, you know, make that connection with someone. So I, I just think that's so cool. 
That is, and that's such a fun place to meet someone at a karaoke bar. I mean, it's very fitting as well. Oh, no, incredibly. It's it's super fitting because it's like you're literally getting to hear like the other person sing. You're getting to mm-hmm. like hear what hear what what they got. It's sort of like, oh, you like this music? Well, uh, sing me a little ditty or like something like that. Like that's weird, but like yeah. if you're literally just in a karaoke bar, that's like, you know, just like listening to each other. I just think that's excellent. You I, like I, jazz? You like Barry <laughs> <laughs> B. Benson? You like jazz? You like jazz? <laughs> I, I I will be completely honest. I I cannot do karaoke. I am like terrified of the of the concept really? of karaoke. Really? Yeah, I I love karaoke. No, well, I'm pl- you're a musician, so like that makes sense. I am just very stage shy. I get I get kind of I get very anxious. We're like to be like performative, so I would I'd be like, no, I'm good. You can take my turn. Aww. <laughs> so I would go for vibes alone. But oh that's man, that's still fun though. And no, no, it st- it still is. Like it reminds me of um, like you ever see the the show Agretico? Mm-mm. She goes to like karaoke to like vent and like sing metal music. And like, I think that's really cool. Like, if you just like want to go and drink and like cast yeah. off your problems or you want to go with friends and have a silly time, just me, if I were to ever go to karaoke, I would, I would literally be off to the side to be like, yeah, you did a great job. I'll clap along to the music, kind of like. Because <laughs> I like to play the Yakuza games. So, like, there's, mm-hmm. um, there's a, there's a portion where you can do karaoke. And if, the main character Kiryu isn't the one who's singing. Like you can kind of like do like cheers and be like, yay. And like shake like a little tambourine. Like I'm like, mm-hmm. that would be, that would be me. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> oh yeah. And just, uh, to, to, to include myself, but to not put myself like out there. Cause I'll be like, can I get a paper bag? I can't breathe. <laughs> 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 oh man. But uh, so uh, with, with Seth and Liz, uh regarding their latest collaboration seth said uh, i've had the privilege of working with a lot of world-class jazz vocalists through my career and liz gillies is among the very best of the best we had a blast recording what we can promise is the most fun holiday album you'll hear this season and then liz added after collaborating for nearly a decade i was beyond thrilled when seth came to me with the idea of recording a holiday record our first official record there is no one I know who possesses a deeper knowledge and appreciation for this era of music than Seth. That's so sweet. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So it's like, they're, they're like giving each other credit that they're like, you know, Liz Gillies is the best of the best. Oh, no one has a deeper knowledge and appreciation than Seth. Like, it's like very, it's very sweet that the way that they like compliment each other. Oh, and Seth goes on to say, quote, Liz and I have been singing together for a number of years now between studio recordings and traveling around the country, performing live with some of our favorite symphony orchestras. And that's what he told Variety. He said, quote, we're both fans of the classic Bing Crosby, Rosemary Clooney duet albums and their exquisite expressive orchestrations con- contrasting with a fun, casual vocal style. We've done our best to honor that tradition with our new Christmas album, and we hope it adds some extra charm to your holiday season. You know, I think it has. It definitely has. Like, we're, we're going to get into it when we get, when we get into the individual tracks. Um, but they sort of put a spin on and add certain things two holiday tried and true favorites mm-hmm. so and i think that's that's like really fun and i'm excited to talk about that with 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 you guys and see like what it has to offer and maybe even some of the songs that we go over today they'll be added into your rotation and you'll come to listen to them year after year like the ones that you always have yeah 
Mm. No, they've definitely gone on my um, on my Christmas playlist. Oh, totally, totally. Yeah, even some from this, like I was literally, I was listening to some of them and I'm like, yep, right in the playlist. Oh, there we go. Favorited, hearted. Like it's it's in there now. Mm-hmm. And yep. so, you know, once it comes, when push comes to shove and the holiday season comes rolling and rocking around, I, once I put them on, I know that they're going to come into the rotation and I'm going to be like, oh my God, I love this song. I remember when I was doing this with Sam. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. fun. Oh, yeah. Um, so this next part comes from an interview from The View. And I thought it'd just be fun to be like, we do like the Seth and and, uh, and um, Liz Gillies parts. So one of the hosts, uh, Sarah, goes, oh, I, this is all written in caps just because I had to. I didn't want to type it out because it's from the transcription. So I just copied and pasted. Yeah. That's so, okay. So, yeah. So we don't have to yell this one. Okay, fantastic. Okay, just so we know. So Sarah goes, what's the best part of that and why did you decide to do a holiday album? They've been begging us for it. Yeah, we were really bored over the quarantine and made a bunch of songs and posted them on our social media and everyone kept saying, can you do this but Christmas? Yeah, exactly. Wanted the same but holiday. But holiday, yeah. So, And I, it's, it's great because it's like, you know, well, this isn't Jonathan talking. This isn't Seth anymore. Um, <laughs> but so like um, you see a lot of the artists from back then who do this style of music and then immediately tra- transition to to Christmas. Like Michael Buble. Michael Buble does this yeah. music too. And he has like out Christmas albums. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Michael Buble I think is like the only other person that I can think of in modern day that has a sort of similar style to this off the top of my head yeah like it's 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 michael buble like he is he's he is great and i i I think it's so fun like the way that he kind of like pokes fun at himself with like certain commercials and like he does like christmas music and stuff like that he's it's yeah all all these all these swingers they're they're charming Mm mm-hmm i couldn't agree yeah couldn't agree more sorry not not that i couldn't agree oh jesus christ (laughs) i could not agree i could i could not agree with you nope definitely not no absolutely not (laughs) sorry keep going so liz and seth were actually just at the tree lighting at rockefeller center the other night i think it was on thursday was it thursday night i think it was thursday night it was it was thursday yeah it was like and they sang together as well at the tree lighting which is really cool and i low-key wish i went because I kind of live near Rockefeller Center, but I didn't know that it was that night. And by the time I knew it was happening, I was in bed. So knocked out. Yeah, you get very EP very quickly. Yeah, I get very EP very quickly. Was not about to get up and take the subway down to Rockefeller. Yeah, exactly. Meanwhile, yeah. like I'm listening to the album at like 2 a.m. Just being like, wow, these cats are cooking. I love this. This, this is great. <laughs> but, but alas, I am nowhere near the Rockefeller Center, so I did not have the the special privilege. But didn't they? They did. They did some songs from the album too, which I think is like really cool. So it's like another way to like put themselves out there. Like they're like, "Yep, this is our version." Right. That is sort of the background in the set dressing for who they are as people and them working together. But I was also wondering, sort of like, since there's since it's not like a particular artist um, that we're going over or it's not a band that works together consistently they sort of came together to make this as separate artists i was like well what other albums do they have out there like what other music 
do they have? And I guess while I go over Seth and both of them, Sam, could you look up very quickly um, some of Liz Gilly's EPs and albums? Yes. So, yes. Uh, Seth, he has a number of albums, um, and his stuff is Music is Better Than Words uh, in 2011. As I mentioned, Holiday for Swing in 2014. No One Ever Tells You in 2015. In Full Swing in 2017. Once in a While in 2019. And then also, I'm pretty sure he has another one from this year or last year. Great songs from Stage and Screen. Songs from Home, which is both of them. It was an EP. Uh, then he also has Blue Skies in 2022. Mm, okay. For Liz Gillies. So Liz Gillies has quite a few. She has three albums from Victorious, Victorious, mm-hmm. Victorious 2.0, and Victorious, I think, 3.0, Ooh. or the third one. Keep up Then she is also on the original Broadway cast recording for The Musical 13, mm-hmm. and she has quite a few singles from Sex and Drugs and Rock and Roll from FX. And then, of course, she has songs from Home, the EP in 2021. And we wish you the merriest. The most recent. Yeah. Excellent. The most recent for both of them. And that's kind of like what they what they have to offer. Go and check them out if you can. Go and check their albums. They both have stellar voices, which is only reflected and heightened in the album, We Wish You the Merriest. That came out mm-hmm. last month. But before we can get into the album, of course, we're going to keep it a little easy breezy. Uh, and we're going to do some fun facts. So we're, we're sort of switching off. We got some for Seth, got some for Liz. And I'll start us off is that I thought this was really cool is that Seth was given voice training by a 90-year-old couple who also trained Frank Sinatra. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> that makes a lot. That makes complete sense. Yeah. Like that is completely on brand. Yep. Yes. So Liz is apparently vegan, but not by choice, as she is allergic to most foods. She is also allergic to gluten. That is extremely unfortunate. I'm so sorry. And that means she can't eat her, like a lot of her grandmother's Italian food because she comes from a yeah. very big, big Italian family. And that is a lot. Oh. Gluten. That is a lot of pasta. Yeah, oh. yeah, but I feel like they've done really well in the last few years with making very tasty gluten-free pasta. Oh my god, yeah! Like so. I, re- I remember there's a really funny John Panette joke where he talks about like John, but John Panette's a comedian, and he talks about gluten-free bread and pasta. He's like, you can't toast gluten-free bread; it's like a space shuttle tile; it absorbs the heat. And I'm like, Ooh, that does not sound appetizing at all. But, yeah. But like, even like the vegan options, like the vegan stuff is good. Like I had, I, I had vegetarian, which is not vegan, but I had vegetarian burgers. Those were awesome. Like mm-hmm. you could do a bunch of shit with like tofu and they have like so many options for it. It's, it's great. So yeah, vegan stuff, you can do it. You got to go a little bit out of the way, but Ooh, it's still tasty. Yeah. Um, and, uh, <laughs> Seth has a production company, which you can see in like a lot of like his like DVDs and like his show and stuff like that for Family Guy. But the name of his production company, Fuzzy Door, comes from the from the name of Seth's apartment that he uh, when he attended the Rhode Island School of Design. Uh, the door to the house was covered in fur. Interesting. Yeah, that's really weird. Like, what? Why the door? It was just covered. Like, was it like the apartment that he was at? Like, it's yeah. Just- like, what kind of fur was it? 
Yeah, like what consistent? What color was it? Was it like flocked or was it like, is this like petting a cat or like a short hair dog? Right. Where did the fur come from? How did it stick to the door? I have a lot of questions. (laughs) Yeah. Like who was the one to be like, you know what this door needs? What really gives us charm in the building? We need some fur. Like who do you take your door to the groomer? How do you clean it? Do you steam it? Right. What is happening? Exactly. Uh, Yeah. Many questions. Many questions. Yeah. So Liz says that her dream role would be to play Alice Ripley's character Diana in Next to Normal. Oh, that's such a good show. See, I figured you would know that one. I put that being like, I don't know what this means, but Sam likes musicals, which (laughs) you can listen to in our musicals episode, which is in two parts. Yes, it is. Oh, you can find yeah. it on our website, basilprofundopodcast.com. We're, we're, we're going to make sure to say the name of our website in every episode now. So, Okay, not as many as we probably are right now because we're still very, very excited about it. We're like, oh, we have yeah. a website. But like- It's new. It's ah. new. Go check it out. Ah. Yep. Oh, yeah. So, but yeah, Diana in Next to Normal. Is that good? Yeah, I've never seen the show, but I like the soundtrack a lot. I'm not sure which character Diana is, but- the soundtrack's very good. Could use more Liz Gillies. Yes, always. For, for Especially on Broadway. Yes. Um, this next one's for our older audience. So if, you, if you're among them, please don't be offended. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Seth's favorite movies that he says is Airplane, with an exclamation point, from 1980. Caddyshack, also from 1980. And then The Jerk in 1979, which he says is like one of the funniest movies ever. So mm-hmm. if you like the 80s, you and Seth McFarlane have something in common. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And then also taking it back for Liz. Yes. So Liz loves a bunch of fantastic musicians. Joni Mitchell, The Beatles, Billy Joel, Ray Lamontagna. Lamontagna. Maybe that's Lamontang. Lamontang. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry also, Ray. Ray, you're great. Bob Dylan, Coldplay, and Regina Spector. I went through a Regina Spector phase. Really? Jesus. Yeah. What what, what type of music does she have? I would say very indie, a little bit folky, but very like, very indie, like makes you want to take a lot of drugs and like, you know, move your body and stuff. Okay. Yeah. I need like a very like swooshy skirt to like spin in. Right. Okay. Yeah. I I, I get it. I, I have some friends who went to Wormtown. (laughs) yeah oh yeah um but so this album in general like it's because it's so new it doesn't really have any nominations awards just came out it doesn't have a it doesn't have a chance yet but um it does have some chart positions as of this recording it does Mm -hmm. so as of this recording which is december 3rd 2023 it is currently at number 20 in the u.s top jazz albums on billboard Mm -hmm. and number 47 on the u.s top holiday albums also from billboard so it's up there it's 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 in the top 50. it's getting up there and hopefully it's climbing Mm because you know we just got to give it room to breathe and we got to give it room to breathe exactly Mm mm-hmm But the album, uh, released on November 3rd, 2023, their lead single, We Wish You the Merriest, came out on September 28th of this year. Uh, The album was recorded at Abbey Road Studios in London, uh, and their second single, Sleigh Ride, was released October 19th, 2023. So they sort of eased us into it and made us dip a toe in what they had to offer, and then November 3rd smashed right onto the scene. 
Yep, they were like, it's Christmas. Happy it's, November. Right right when they thought out Mariah Carey, they're like, yep. oh, we, we got to get going on this album. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. So before we go over our opinions of the tracks, we kind of have to go over the track list in order, you know, just quickly for context, and then we'll get into the further analysis. So treating this sort of like an album, side A, side B. I, I, you have the vinyl in your hands. So side A... Starts with track one, Happy Holiday, then two, Frosty the Snowman, three, Here Comes Santa Claus, four, Sleigh Ride, which is a single, five, The Christmas Song, number six, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, and number seven, That Holiday Feeling. So side A, you're kind of like, all right, all right, I recognize these. These are kind of you know stuff that I'm used to. All right, That Holiday Feeling. Um, and then side B, they kind of have some of their some of their own stuff which I think that holiday feeling is, is an original, but side B number eight, winter wonderland, number nine, have yourself a merry little Christmas. Number 10, Santa Claus is coming to town. 11 Christmas time all over the world. That's their original one, not holiday feeling. Sorry. Uh, number 12, a holly jolly Christmas and 13. We wish you the merriest, which is another single and the title track off of the album. Super rad. Oh, yeah. And uh, in 2020, Seth and Liz sang the classic Happy Holidays and that holiday feeling together, both which are revisited on the album. So we've heard him do it before, but this time it was it was pressed into the uh, the special green vinyl. Mm-hmm. And so now we come to our favorite stuff. So, Sam, what was yes. your favorite? Which, which, really, which really put the, the sleigh bells into your heart? I'm not going to lie. This actually... Like I had some troubles picking my favorites because I mm-hmm. feel like they're all really good. They're all great. They're all like so they're all really good. So I, I picked, I would say my three tops, but I honestly, honest to God, like pretty much every single track on the album. Right. It like was extremely hard to, to pick. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. if I had to pick my number one, Winter Wonderland. I, I, I have you at gunpoint right now, Sam. You have to pick. Put your hands up. <laughs> my, <laughs> my number two. <laughs> that was Which my was uh, Tina Belcher impression. Tina. Oh my god. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. She was. Uh, 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 she's like freaking out. Oh, uh. mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my god. My so number, two number two is the same as Jonathan, which is "We Wish You the Merriest," mm-hmm. and number three, "Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas." Oh, that's those are. Like, and we're kind of noticing that, like, we have we have ones that are like you know classic, but c- couldn't couldn't get. We wish you the merriest off. Like, it's obviously it's it's their original, but like it's it's so excellent, and it had to take a position like in the top three. Agreed. Like, agreed. Like my number one is Holly Jolly Christmas. My number two, we wish you the merriest, and number three, Santa Claus is coming to town. It's just imp- oh, a fun one. Oh yeah, and that's I think that's kind of reflected in like the movies I mentioned earlier, like Santa Claus is coming to town. I think Holly Jolly Christmas. Mm-hmm. Burl Ives does the like original, or maybe not the original, mm. just like the the most iconic version for me. Right. Mm-hmm. Ah, oh, such good ones, such good ones. Excellent. So now we finally get to the analysis of the tracks. So starting with track one, Happy Holiday. I'll take I'll take the start on this one. I I like it. It's really it's 
the way that it starts out with like all the brass, it's like very, it's like a good opener because it opens so strong. Mm-hmm. And then same thing for Seth. He comes out so strong in the album. Like his vibrato is so smooth. It's like, yeah. it's, it allows them to open the album and you get a taste of like each of their individual strengths. So it kind of lets them go. And like the same thing for Liz. Like her voice is like higher. She gets her vibrato. And oh, the, the contrast between them is so great. I love, love the intro in this song. <laughs> Sorry, I'm listening to it in the background. <laughs> like, Me too. Oh my god. Oh, and then when it gets to the whistling, like when Liz is sort of is, is like is like doing her part, like Seth is is whistling underneath her, like it's mm-hmm. it's it's those little things that change up how the song it just just kind of goes, like how we always know it does. So the yes. part where it's it's just Seth whistling along with the band, like it's like so charming, and it makes you want to like snap your fingers and and tap your feet. Like I, this one is is so refreshing. Hmm. I love, love, love the intro opening with, like you said, like the big mm-hmm. band comes in super hard, mm-hmm. and it has like the oh, what's it called? It's like the bells, like dong dong, or oh, however yeah. it goes. But oh, it's just so, oh, it's so Christmassy. I love it, it, it and it, I do it like Christmas. The whistling reminds me of. I feel like I mentioned this last episode. The whistling reminds me of that one scene in Mary Poppins where she's like whistling to the bird. Hmm. Oh, I love it. Oh, and then even when he's wholesome. Exactly. And even when he's whistling, he I think he does walking in a winter wonderland. So it it sort of adds like between Happy Holiday and this one, it like adds something else where it's like another thing that like your brain just goes, oh, I know that one. So yeah, it keeps you going throughout the whole thing. It's it's great. Track number two, Frosty the Snowman. Honestly, this one was almost in my top three, just because really? I, I love Frosty. I love Frosty the Snowman. Like the animated uh, the animated special that Rankin-Bass did back in the day, like the old hand-drawn. It's just, it's so much fun. I love Santa mm. Claus is coming to town that much more, like a little bit more, but like Frosty the Snowman. I love it. It, t- it makes me tap my feet. It makes me smile. That's so funny because don't hate me, but I tend to dislike Frosty very much. <laughs> no, Sam. When I was a kid, I oh, I would get annoyed at like things very easily. Okay. And so I used to get annoyed at Frosty because Frosty's a dumbass because he okay. brings the children down to the street and is like, I'm going to cross. And the policeman's like, no, no, well, you're going to get hit by a car. And Frosty's like, well, I'm going to cross. <laughs> the policeman little, is like, no, you dumb bitch. <laughs> yeah, little Sam is getting annoyed. Like, why isn't Frosty following traffic laws? It's like he was literally born <laughs> like 10 minutes ago. <laughs> I used to do the same thing with Dora, apparently, when she's like, where's Boots? I'm like, right there like screaming at the blind, tv you dumb <laughs> bitch turn around so i was never really a fan of uh of frosty and also it would make me cry at the end when he melts you know oh so like it yeah. was fr- it, there was like no happiness for sam it was frustrating and then he dies yeah he doesn't obey traffic laws and then he dies <laughs> <laughs> that's probably why sam's yeah. like you should have listened to the policeman then you might have lived yeah yeah. Oh, you knew it was going to be hot, but it used to melted. Mm. 
mm, <laughs> not very smart of you, which yeah. it, it's a little different. I think it's in the, um, oh God, it's the, it's the one where with Rudolph and I think Frosty has a wife and kids. And at one point, like towards the end, they all melt, but because of like magic, they're like brought back. And it's like very, it's very sad and sweet, but like he, he realizes he's like, it's not like Olaf where he's like, oh, I wonder what it's like in summer. Ha 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 ha. No, he's like, I'm going to die. I need to get out of here. Oh, shoot. I do not remember this. Yeah. It's because like they meet up and then Rudolph is like, oh, hey, Frosty. And he's like, oh, hey, what's up, Rudolph? So you're like, oh, shit. Frosty's still around. Okay. Shoot. Oh, yeah. He has like an orange hat and scarf. It's like very cute. But like. As far as this song goes, and we're we're gonna push Sam's biases to the to the side. We're gonna we're gonna ignore them for ten seconds because I yeah. Frosty's sweet, and the way that they do the song is great. Yeah. <laughs> so like, you know, the brassy trumpet that they have like in in this song, but like again, the conversational like in this song, like Liz just like opens up and is so light and airy. It's like it's it makes me snap and tap. Especially go to. Go to 57 seconds in this song when like when Frosty's like bouncing, they sort of have like like the drums where they're like, oh, I think and they and they add those little elements in like, oh, what is that? Oh, I think he's bouncing. Oh, he doesn't have any feet. <laughs> oh, I love this part with mm-hmm. the, the bassy brass instruments, the it kind yeah. it reminds me of um the heat miser and snow miser song like yeah they could they they could totally fit that in there but no i i do like how how brassy and and trumpety Mm -hmm. that part is oh yeah and i'll and i'll say this in every single one of the songs but because it is orchestrated and it is big band each one of the songs has a little moment where they just they just let the they just let the band take it away for like Mm -hmm. anywhere from like 10 to 30 seconds and it's just it's awesome the way that the band like enunciates like what they what they do with like cymbals and trumpets the accompaniment that goes along with this is fantastic and yeah. like especially in this song in particular um the you know obviously like the drums and everything but all these little extra noise makers like an in instruments like that go along with with yes. them singing like they do so much work for like all the tracks and, and to change it up melts my heart there's one part I was trying to figure out what instrument it is. Mm-hmm. I there's like one part where it makes like this noise, and it reminds me of the I forget what they're called, like a ratchet, I think, where you like spin mm-hmm. it, and the wood kind of goes like this. Oh, like, like, like a little no, like a little noisemaker, like that you have for like for like New Year's, like the brrr, like the sort of like those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. They have a really a, a lot of cool, really percussive instruments, which I enjoyed. Yeah. So it's like it. It's it's. I don't want to say the original versions are flat, but like these ones just take them to new heights, and they do, and they do right. so much more for them. But yeah, like at, at two minutes and thirteen seconds, um, when they're they're like doing their big finish, and in very many of these songs, like does does Seth and you know Liz, they know how to end a song, like. I, I like it because they how they slow it down where Liz mm-hmm. kind of goes and they wave goodbye and they kind of like hangs and then Seth comes in and they say, don't you cry. And then they come together um, to like end it. I, I really like that. I love that harmony part. He does like the step ups over Lynn, mm-hmm. yes. over Lynn, over Liz. Lynn, Lynn Manuel <laughs> Miranda. The- 
<laughs> Overland, Massachusetts. Oh no. Step ups over Lynn. Um, over Liz. The step the step ups he does over her are just they're so cool. So jazzy. Oh yeah. Which brings us to track three, which is Here Comes Santa Claus. Again, it's just it's another fun song. This one's my number five. If Frosty's my mm. number four. Cool. Here comes, it, like how how could you not have fun? How how is it not like, you know, it just it puts a big grin on my face. Here comes Santa mm-hmm. Claus. It's great. Um, Love the saxophone in this song. Ooh, the saxophone. Like I didn't expect it. I didn't even see it coming. But it's just like an it's like another thing. Yep. Again, right out right out the gate. Like their harmony. Like the way that their voices are layered. Because it's like what range does does Liz Gilly sing in? Because I know at least that Seth sings in a more baritone range. So like mm. bet- bet- between them. Like they're not competing for for sound. It's not like they blend together, but like when they sing at the same time and they harmonize, it is just, it is it's just phenomenal. Yeah, I would say that that's hard because Liz has such a fantastic range. Mm-hmm. I mean, Seth does too, but mm-hmm. I would say Liz can get pretty low. So I would call her like a mezzo soprano mm-hmm. with like a really great belt. Oh, okay. But she, but she can get really high. So, but I think her low register, her tone, it seems a little bit, a little bit heftier and deeper than like a standard soprano would. Mm-hmm. But so it's a little hard to categorize her, her voice, I think. But I, I would say she's probably like a mezzo with like a really hefty belt. I see. Okay. All right. So you are, you are the expert in this area. So I will, I will defer to you in this aspect. But oh, like, I'm not an expert, but thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you have more knowledge than I do, so you're my expert. I'm counting on you. No pressure. <laughs> thank you. You're welcome. Um, but like this one, there is the interlude in the middle. Very good. But like, I think it's the second verse. And where does it start? Um, uh, go to a minute and 14 seconds in the song. And... This is what I'm talking about. Like the the best example of the conversational back and forth that they do. But this time it's sort of like in conjunction with each other where they're doing two different parts and two different registers at the same time. Like it is so impressive. Yeah. Oh my God. Like it just, it, and like yeah. that leading into the belt at the end absolutely knocks my socks off. Oh my goodness. I might want to put this one higher actually. Cause this one, I listened to this and I'm just like, God damn. Yeah. Imagine doing that on stage and trying to keep that straight. Like, I think it's the one, it reminds me of when we talked about in the musicals, is it like spring revival or something like that? Where there's that song where everyone's all singing and talking at the same time. Like just imagine trying to keep Liz and Seth's parts separate and like them not like focus on each other's singing so that they can do their own individual part at the same time. That's crazy to me. Right. And it's especially hard because it's like, not only are they singing different melodic lines, but the rhythm is, is very different as well. Right. So it's like kind of like double trouble, I guess, but they do it so well. And I'm sure live, this would be like a breeze for them because 
they're just so talented exactly but just the fact that like it was in the song and it was included like seth's is slower lower and more smooth liz is higher quicker and she's like keeping the pace like like you said like melodic and uh, you know how fast it's going like that is it's just it's so crazy mm-hmm. oh my god but that belt right at the end oh yes. my gosh oh it's so good Ugh. the power and the control that they both have over their voices is crazy it's crazy good talented they're they're, they're so talented they're such talented singers but then mm-hmm. I, I also this is one of a few songs that they have that have alternate lines from the original and i was listening to it and i was like you know, i was singing along to it like i knew it and then all of a sudden it changed up you know it's the it's the lines they did for at the end high above the world below you know that it's layers in flight and so we bid farewell to you because Santa Claus is coming tonight. Mm. And I like that because it's sort of like, okay, you can listen to the original. The original is great. There's, it's fantastic. There's nothing wrong with it. It's it's a timeless classic for a reason. But it's it's sort of like they were making it a little bit more inclusive. And, you know, oh, spooky, scary buzzword, inclusive <laughs> <laughs> for people who aren't christian because it's like you think of the the original line what's the original line and that is you know he's a miracle come to all so if we just follow the light so let's give thanks to the lord above because santa claus is coming tonight yeah so it's like you can listen to the original all you want all night and day you don't have to listen to this one but i just thought regardless like they do the line so super well and i thought it was a very interesting change up yeah no i like that better i like oh spooky i like the inclusivity you know yeah oh spooky because like i'm someone who's not christian but i still celebrate christmas and (laughs) i don't believe in the lord right i'm yeah exactly like i'm roman catholic and that's that's like it's not fun. Okay, this is this is Jonathan religious corner. I even talked about it in the last episode. Is that like Roman Catholic isn't the fun Protestant church as far as I remember it. I don't I don't practice anymore really. But like Protestant church, you got the band, you got the cool pastor with like the he plays guitar. I had like the you sit down and shut the fuck up because we're singing hymns now. Yep. <laughs> Like that's the that's the Roman Catholic style. So I'm yeah. like, and I love both versions. I love both. I think it's I think they you know they do what they do in the best of ways. But I just I think that the new version is very refreshing, putting a spin on the classic, pushing us a little bit out of our comfort zones. It's fun. Agreed. Love it. Love it. So taking it to track four, let's uh, oof, you know, close the controversy. Look, let's 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 section off track three with some red tape. Why don't we? <laughs> Track four, Sleigh Ride. This is such a good one. I know. It's it's very sweet. And something about it I thought was interesting, and I don't know why it gave me the feeling. Like, you know how when you have animated specials that have songs in them, it'll sort of let it'll let the band go and kind of have an interlude where where there's where the music is there, it'll leave room for like the action. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. yeah, like stuff could be animated in, the, in those spaces. And it kind of yeah. felt like this, like that in this song. Like I could imagine an animated version of Sleigh Ride. You know, Liz and Seth are are in a sleigh being pulled by a horse and stuff like that. There's like all kinds of animated Disney characters. Well, you know, whatever. It's just. Oh, that'd be so cute. It's fun. But like this song, Liz puts in the fucking work. 
Mm-hmm. Like I like especially the way that it, the way that it opens, like her song like hits high highs, and especially like right in the beginning, it's insane. And like the contrast between like you know Seth and his baritone does not disappoint. Like he gets so low. So for them to be like oh, yeah. the high at the highest high and the lowest low of their ranges, or you know as as, as close to be melodic, this one is like so it's so dynamic. Yeah, the contrast between their two voices, but yet the smoothness of their blending, yet the contrast of the octaves of their ranges. But like this song is also, again, it's fun because it's like, I think it's at a minute 17 where Seth is kind of going and she's adding in those like, ooh, in the background. Her little oohs is like another sort of comforting layer around like such smooth voices. Mm-hmm. Like it just yeah. They're 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 putting stuff in that isn't always necessarily in there, but it's such a welcome it's such a welcome change. And I and I even liked how you how you put this in here too. Like it's just it's very it's very cute. Oh yeah, I love the the pop part. Pop 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 pop. And also the where is it? The harmony is at a minute fifty. A minute fifty. So good. I was looking for that too. You beat me to it. Like it's yeah, it's right before the pop, right? And it's like the, the way that they sort of like draw out the notes, and it's just that's just straight up velvet, my guy. That is amazing. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's it's pretty. There's another part at two minutes sixteen that has that same sort of melodic rhythmic line. Mm-hmm. It, it's the it'll nearly be like a picture print by Courier and Ives, but I love how they put the little pause before a picture. It'll, it'll nearly be like a picture print by Courier and Ives. Yes! I love that part. It's so cool. I love that. I love that. This is a great one. See, this is another one that like like how literally how you said earlier. All of them are great. I love all of them. I don't know how to pick a favorite. Like we're just we're like tied to chairs mm-hmm. in a fucking warehouse house like a batman villain like tell us what your favorites are Uh, all of them are good that's not an answer (laughs) i like sleigh ride (laughs) please i just think frosty's fun (laughs) oh my gosh take it up to track number five the christmas song this one Mm -hmm. i like it it's very soft and sweet like it's just being wrapped in like a warm blanket made out of musical notes oh the viola or violin in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Oh, and the cello. I'm listening to it now. This, the strings are just beautiful. This one, how I said earlier in Sleigh Ride, you know, Liz, like that was one of the highlights of, of for me, of her voice. The Christmas song it is just, for me, this is a Seth one. Where like it, okay, like obviously Liz is phenomenal. She's stellar. But, like, it highlights the full roundness and, like, deep tones of, like, Seth's voice. And I feel like that's where he shines the brightest. Like, since the song is lower and his voice is deeper, oh, my God, sing me away, Sandman. I am just being mm-hmm. very, very comforting. Going off of that, I also agree that this song just, like, shines with Seth's, Seth's voice. Oh, my God. I, like, can't talk today. His, no, his voice is sex. It's It makes sense. It's like, oh, man. <laughs> just giving it to my ears. I know. His lower register, it is, it is very attractive. But oh, it's yeah. so hearty and full, but he has such nice control over it. It's not like, it's not like a big and, like, 
boisterous. It's just, mm-hmm. it's just very full and I don't know. I just, I just love how much control he has over his voice and oh, his yeah. tone is just so nice. Oh. I, 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 I totally, I totally get it. Like this one to me, it's funny because like this one, I'm like, sing to me, Brian, like sing to me, like from fucking family guy. Like this is another one. Cause mm-hmm. it's like, that, it's, it's sort of the songs that, that he does. Um, but like the the vibrato between the two of them, between both Seth and Liz, like they're amazing. But like Seth is sultry and deep, and like Liz is like very like comforting. This one, if you don't like the Christmas song, we can't be friends. Agreed. Agreed. Stellar, absolutely stellar track. Bringing it back to the bright and airiness, though, is track number six, which is Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. It's one that goes along with 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 the movie and all that. Like, I think it was—I don't know if it was made for the movie or or what, but like, again, it's so fun, especially especially the the bridge. Which again, this is another one that they changed from the original. Mm. They added in the um the. Rudolph, what is it? Rudolph sent to Dasher and Dancer and Blitzen and the rest. Listen closely, boys and dames. Shove your stupid reindeer games. <laughs> it's really silly. Like on the um, on the Today Show, Seth joked, and they're like, "Oh, I don't remember those lyrics." He's like, oh, "I like to spice it up a little bit." Ah, he's funny. My favorite part in this song is at a minute eight, which is where the instrumental part is, mm-hmm. because. The trumpets with the mutes. I love a good trumpet with a mute. It's just (laughs) so so fun. What is a mute? So there are different kinds of mutes, but a mute is basically what you put. Well, okay. So I guess I should go over the different kinds. So there's a straight mute and then there's another mute that sort of is rounder. (laughs) You take take a straight mute and you hit it with a hammer and then it does what it does. Okay, so there's a standard trumpet mute, which sort of looks like a cup, and then it tapers at the top, sort of like a cupcake. Hmm. And so you put it in the end of a trumpet, so obviously in the horn. And it kind of makes it sound like this. It's oh, okay. So instead of instead of being like a full sound, it's sort of like yeah, yeah. It, yeah. It's sort of like dampens it i guess Hmm. it mutes it self-explanatory it mutes it or dampens the sound a little bit so it gives us this cool like obviously it still sounds like a horn but Mm -hmm. it's just a little bit dampened and then a straight mute is the same kind of thing except instead of the bottom part sort of enveloping the entire like round end of the horn it's just straight so it allows for more sound to like come down around the sides and so it's a little bit it's a little bit of a different sound i would say but still dampened still muted okay there's probably more types of mutes but those are the only two that i have used before it sounds like it's less of the straight mute and more of the other one i think so but i could be wrong but to me it sounds more like the like a standard trumpet mute because it's like <laughs> Perfect example. Yeah, and I, that's like, that's you. like a, that's like the uh, like the type of trumpet that like you would hear in like a lot of this like classical style like big band music because it, it it has such a vintage sound. It has such like a nostalgic it sound, does. especially for Christmas music. And it is oh, it, it's it's very it's very very fun. 
I, I, I like, I like it a lot. So that's another part where it just like, you know, it adds the nostalgic feel while like it lets Seth and Liz like do their thing. They, they sweep you away and it's fun. It is, it is, it is a, it's a good one. A welcome classic. Definitely. With a twist. Hmm. We're coming to that holiday feel. I think it's funny. We haven't touched, <laughs> we haven't touched your favorites yet. They're all like all at the bottom. I know. Oh yeah. Oh, yours too, right? Wait, which one's your favorite again? Holly uh, Jolly? Holly Jolly and Santa Claus is coming to town. Oh yeah. Interesting. A lot of our a lot of ours are on the at the bottom of the album. On like side B. Hmm. I oh yeah. So number seven, that holiday feeling. I got I'm not gonna lie, I got jump scared by this one. Because <laughs> I, w- I was listening to the album, like, you know, at like 90, 100 volume to like really get in all the notes and taking all the little instruments and the fine details. And then I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, I, I paused after Rudolph because I'm, oh, I got to go to the bathroom. So I went, I came back, I put my headphones back on. And then the way that the song opens, it's like, bam, bam, like it just smashes onto the scene. <laughs> and I fucking threw my headphones off like, oh, my God. <laughs> Jeez. So that's something that like literally happened to me like a couple of nights ago where I'm like, I need to take a break. So I just like laid on the ground and like played on my phone because I'm like, oh my God, I just saw God. This is, this is horrible. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Oh no. But like this song, Uh, yeah, it just hits you. Wham, like right out of the gate. It's interesting because I think I think this one's an original. If we just like listen to it for a minute, I was wondering that too. I've never heard this song before. I am I am like ninety five percent sure that this is an original off of the album itself, okay. and I I like it because I really like the way that they do. Let's get this holiday feeling, and I like that mm-hmm. for every holiday season. Plus, I just I just love to sing Christmas music, so you know if Same. that's one if that's one thing that you'll ever get me to sing with anybody is christmas music oh my and disney gracious. and disney oh my, my only two christmas and disney i am all in mm-hmm. this one it's really great it's one of the like the more talky songs on the album like the most the more conversational there, there's so much to it like obviously it's it's melodic but they have like plenty of lines where it's like they're singing and talking to each other mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i love the call and response in this song it's very much like Liz sings a line, Seth sings a line, Liz sings a line. Like the call and response response. is like, yeah. Yeah. And and it's very like, I like how quickly the back and forth is. It keeps you on your toes. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. I totally agree. And I think it's interesting because it's like another song that you see and it's typical to like the holiday season is baby it's cold outside because you know what is baby it's cold outside it's about it's about a girl who's like oh i think i should get home and my family's gonna be worried about me i'll have one more drink and the guy's like mm, you're so pretty i want to kiss you stay here please <laughs> i fucking Don't. hate that song <laughs> yeah no i totally get it and i and i i recognize i like it because just how it sounds but i can completely recognize that people are like this song's a little icky um, yeah, and I, I remember seeing a comment on YouTube under, I think it was the view where like they sang the song and someone said, this is a great alternate for people who think baby it's cold outside just isn't as savory as it used to be. And mm-hmm. I think it's a blast because yeah, like this one, like Liz will sing a line, Seth will sing a line, but it's sort of like they're in it together, you know? Right. Yeah. It's not like, the, yeah. She, yeah, it's not like, I have to leave. No, don't go. Stay here with me. Let's make out. Yeah, it's very much not as 
scary and cringy as baby it's cold outside lyrically and i actually like the melodic line of this song better Mm -hmm. than baby it's cold outside i think it's more fun and jazzy makes me want to shake my booty a little bit baby it's cold outside (laughs) doesn't make me want to shake anything yeah exactly it makes you want to get your mace and be like get the fuck out of my house yeah (laughs) what did you put in my drink yeah oh literally literally and again from from a uh from a feminine viewpoint i'm like yeah i see it i i see it okay Mm -hmm. it's 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 pretty it's pretty spooky let her go man yeah I know she's gorgeous. Yeah. But yeah, and then like where I kind of say that it's they're kind of in it together. It's uh at the end where they go, you know, Liz is like, "So, did you get everything on your list? Almost. What do, what do you say to some reindeer games? Your chimney or mine?" And then Seth goes, "I'll bring the chestnuts." And Liz goes, "We're still talking about Christmas, right?" <laughs> so it's like they're both Oh, they, I love how they play off of each other. Exactly. Like they're throwing innuendos back and forth and you're like, "All right, they're they're on the same page." Mhm. And the live version that they do of this song on the View is mm-hmm. so good. This is one of the, the first one I watched of their live performances mm. and I was like, they sound exactly the same as they do in the studio recording. Like it's absolutely the same. Absolutely, completely. It's it's so fun. But like I can't, I can't get that line out of my mind. We've got that holiday feeling, that happy holiday feeling. It's, it's it so is, good. It's it's great. This one, they're 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 fighting for for my affection. I oh go ahead. Oh no, sorry. I was just gonna say before we end on this one. This one is probably my number four. It is. Number four, I would say number four or five. I really right. liked this one. This one was a contender for a top three. But the next one's my favorite. It is. It is your favorite. It, which one is it? Is it Winter Wonderland? Yes, it is. And that is your number I'm gonna one. I'm going to put it on right now. It is my favorite. It is my number one. I've talked enough. I always, I've, I've been starting out the songs, but this is your number one. So why don't, why don't you take it away? Oh, I love the beginning. It's so elegant and dreamy it sounds like it sounds like a movie soundtrack like very cinematic it's just yes it's very thank you that's a good word it's very cinematic and i like this one because it's true to the original but they start with the bridge part where seth goes over the ground lies a mantle of white Uh, oh and i just love it the intro instrumentals are just gorgeous Mm -hmm. mm-hmm I just love this. This is one that I, because that, I, I, I like to sing to Christmas music. It's because it's just fun. It's like very bright. This is this is one track in particular that I don't. I hum. It's like fucking Shrek. Can I sing it? No. Can I hum? <laughs> <laughs> it's like this is one I just I like to listen because like because again you put it in like the best ways. Like it's, it sounds like a movie set because it's very dreamy mm-hmm. and like with like the sweeping like the sweeping string sounds and it kind of sounds like it's like um. What is that instrument that you kind of have like the little, the little hammers and like you kind of go and like not a marimba. A vibraphone? Maybe a vibraphone, maybe. But it's like all in the all. Maybe Glockenspiel. Okay. I don't know. You know <laughs> but like it's, it's, it's all on like the higher register. So like it adds to sort of like the very chilly sort of atmosphere, you know, like 
it just all all you can see is you know you close your eyes and you can see little kids sledding over a hill couples walking arm in arm through the park like it's very it's very bright where i think one of the songs that we talked about last time in the charlie brown episode what is it it was like the instrumental versus the vocal versions where i'm like oh it's the like children a, yeah yeah it, oh my god sam the children <laughs> That was very malicious. Holy shit. But like, sorry. No, it's fine. (laughs) I remember I characterized it as sort of like, oh, you're walking through Central Park at night and very cold and whatever. But this one, it's the kind of like the opposite. It's like very bright. There are people skating on a pond somewhere and like kids playing hockey. It's very, very fun. I like it. Yeah, it's definitely a fun one. Mm-hmm. I I would say that this one, out of the other songs that sort of put their twist on it, this one is the truest to how the song normally goes, as done by like other artists or the original artist. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and again, there's nothing at all wrong with that. But it's it's just it's great to hear them to do it. Winter Wonderland. Mm-hmm. The next one is my third favorite. It is. It is. Which that is, Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. What can you tell me about it? Um, This is another one where, again, the beginning instrumentals are gorgeous. Mm -hmm. I especially love the piccolo in the very beginning, like that really high flute sort of noise. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, it's just so fun. It it makes it feel very much for some reason the piccolo reminds me of like icicles. Yeah. What is it about like instruments like the xylophone, glockenspiel, or like the piccolo that are like, this is high, this is sharp, this is ice? Yes. It's so weird, but it's it definitely it makes a lot of sense. It's like it's like this is winter. This is an icicle. Mm-hmm. But I love, love, love how Liz sounds in this song. Her her tone and her voice is just so delicate, but her range is fantastic. You can just you can hear how incredible she is in this song. I love her vibrato. Oh, so smooth. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh. That's another that's another point that I put on there is that like the vibrato always gets me on the on the slower songs but like this one again with the the strings it has like the the drawn out sort of like sweeping sort of sounds it's very soft and i think that's where she hits the away at like a minute 30 seconds it's it sprinkles serotonin on my brain like fucking salt like yes and then at a minute 45 where seth sort of leans into that here we are like he and then again like the same thing with with liz where she hits faithful friends like it's mm-hmm. I like how you mentioned 220 because I also put 220 on here yes. because the harmonies are fantastic oh my gosh I love it and the twinkling chimes right behind it mm-hmm. this this song if if you get too into your feely feels this song will bring a freaking tear to your eye man oh it's so good it's it's I have a blasting in my headphones <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, Sam's like Jonathan. Shut the fuck up! I'm listening to "Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas." No. 
No. I'm sorry. It's it's hard because I, I want totally to have understand. it playing in the background, but I don't. I think with my setup, it's a little bit hard. I, like I don't know how to adjust the volume for my Spotify to be different than my volume for. You can do it directly in Spotify. Recording? Yeah, but like it's really loud because my volume for hearing you is very loud. So I don't know if I can separate the two volumes. You know what I mean? I think so. Like, because my headphones are plugged into my interface. Yeah. I think if I try to, like, adjust the volume on my laptop, it doesn't let me. So I have to, like, adjust the volume on my interface. But if I do that, then it also lowers your volume. Oh, that's very complicated. Yeah. So it's hard. I'm, like, listening to it and also listening to you. And then I'm like, wait, I can't hear what he's saying. And then I, like, pause the song and <laughs> listening to the song again. It's a lot so of if moving I, if you ever, Yeah. If you ever say something and I'm like, huh? that's why. Oh, okay. Uh -huh. Yeah, why? Yeah. Why'd you say? Hello? <laughs> um, <laughs> but have yourself a merry little Christmas. It's it's stellar. The ending is my favorite part. How does the ending go? I'm, I'm trying to think of it. 420. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <Sorry. laughs> no, I love it. Don't apologize. Thank you. Uh, I'm listening to it right now. Oh. Like they hit. I like it where it's like. Now yeah. and then the background it like changes chords. Well, oh. not not only that, but like they sort of like say like the A Merry Little Christmas and like they stop and the orchestra stops. So it's like that moment of like stillness and like they all come in at the same time. Now and like that's when the orchestra comes back too. Like but like very very soft. Oh, love it. Track number ten, Santa Claus is coming to town. It's it's so silly. It's so silly. This is the silliest song on the album, and I mm -hmm. absolutely live for it. They have so many like noisemakers. Okay, so this song, they all kind of have their own thing going. Like I live for the band parts, but like in this song in particular, it's like there's three players because the orchestra has characterization. You know, there's three players, Liz, Seth, and the orchestra, like especially on the lines with little tin horns and little toy drums. Like, I forget where that is, but if you listen to it in the song, but so on all of those parts, each part is enunciated with the sound of that particular thing. So it goes with little mm. tin horns and little toy drums. And then it has like drum sounds with really two toots. And like it's the same thing, like with curly hair dolls, that toddling coo. Like it's literally, it's the, the, the orchestra and then Sam and Liz, they're playing with each other. And mm -hmm. it's it's so fun. It's so bright. And it's, it's so exciting and then again with those parts that come in and they they're having fun like the lyrics like they had me in stitches it's at um, it's at two minutes and nine seconds he climbs in through your chimney and at nighttime goes the tail and when you really <laughs> break it down man that guy should really be in jail like <laughs> yeah like it's like it's it's sort of it's poking fun at the song like oh he breaks into your house he, he gives you presents what's going on here oh it's so funny it highlights that sort of like old school crooner era cheekiness that they can like insert they'd be like oh yeah this is pretty cool and then you know you just go it's like a little break back into the song like it's fun it is mm -hmm. it is it's it's just fun and it's funny yeah, so I'm trying to find it like right now, like the specific part. Mm -hmm. Two minutes fifty-eight or two minutes fifty-seven. There's like the flute, like, and then it's like, and then all the horns scream, and everybody holds the note. 
And it's kind of seems like they're doing that, like a big band sort of screech while they're waiting for the conductor to cut them off. Right. And it's so cool. It's so jazzy. It's so jazzy. Oh, and then you have like the da 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 with the the noise uh, symbol at the end. Exactly. I love it. The noisemakers. They are so ridiculously fun. Mm-hmm. This next one, another original, another Christmas time original that you should definitely have on your playlists this season, which is Christmas time all over the world. I like this one a lot. This one, as far as the meanings go, it's 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 so sweet. Because it's, it's basically, it's saying Merry Christmas in more than a few languages for like the different parts mm-hmm. of the world. So it's like literally, it's them talking to the audience. Like, you know, it, it's a little bit more inclusivity. Oh no, they're, uh, <laughs> they're you know, sorry all. Um, they're, they're saying to, to children all over the world in a language that they speak in, yeah. in, a, in, a, in a way that they can understand. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you. Yeah. Like, how do you say these? Feliz Navidad. I, I know that one. Mm, me too. Feliz Natal. Joyeux Noel. I'm like listening to the one. Ah, that one is a français. Joyeux Noël. And then you get to like the, the second verse where it's like, well, I think one of them is in Japanese and then another one is in that looks like Greek. Hmm. I should know. I'm Greek. I don't know. And I think one of them is German. But like, it's sweet. I like I like the pacing. They keep it light and they keep it airy. And it's very cute. Super upbeat and fun. And it's so cool to hear all the different languages. Yeah. I, I wasn't expecting it when I was listening to yeah. this song. So great song. Mm-hmm. Then we come to uh, Holly Jolly Christmas, which is my number one. And it's my it's my number one for a reason. It's because like right away, the brass takes it away. And like with like the saxophones, the trumpets, like this is this is one that I thought would be higher on your list, specifically for the brass section. Like mm, yeah. for like for like twenty seconds, you know, they're they're just they're just taking it away before actually no more than twenty seconds. It's it's literally like forty five seconds that the band is just going and you can listen. Yeah, they go through like almost an entire verse worth of song. Exactly. Oh, and the key change? Oh, the key ch- Nothing gets me going more than a key change. I know, right? Oh my god. The brass takes it away. Not only that, but like the song, it changes up an old classic where it recapitalizes more on their camaraderie. Like, there's like the there's the there's the line here near the time of year when the family comes to stay. Let's dim the lights and they'll think we moved away. Like I really like like the partnership that they have on this one, like oh vey, oh vey, my family's here again. Like it's just, mm-hmm. it's it's excellent. And like the harmonies that they have on this one, the power that they have to their voices, the fullness that they bring, it is excellent. Like there's long swaths of just orchestra, and man, do they do they do what they know how to do well in the best of ways. Yeah, I freaking love the brass section in this song. Oh, and the saxes, woo! Whoa. Yeah, man, the, 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 say this. Ten out of ten. Ten out of ten. Holiday, holiday. Uh, oh shit, Jonathan, try that again. I'm listening to the song. It's fucking <laughs> me up. But like a holly jolly Christmas, it's it's so fun. And I think those are my favorite types of songs when it comes to the Christmas season. Something that gets you upbeat and keeps you happy because you know Christmas holiday winter the season for for a lot of people 
it can really get you down mm-hmm. and that seasonal depression is real and so i feel like especially like if you can capitalize on something that just fills your heart up get your toe tapping it'll make you smile you know listen to something that even reminds you of your family or something that you really enjoy and you're really used to enjoy I think to me, that is the essence of of Christmas for me, because it's like you can be as downy in the dumps as you want. But for me, you put on Holly Jolly Christmas, Frosty the Snowman, and here comes Santa Claus. And all of a sudden, I'm right back to a 10. Oh, oh, my goodness. That was so sweet. There's nothing for me. There's nothing better than that. Yeah. Yeah. I would say the people outside agree. Oh, that, see, that's that's them agreeing. We'll leave that in because, you know, obviously yeah. that, that's their Beso Profundo uh, commentary. Like they're like, yeah, beep, beep, beep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we finally come to the title track and the final track on the album number 13. We wish you the merriest. The merriest. The merriest. The merriest. <laughs> Sam, what did you think of this I one? I love this one. Tell me about it. Oh. I think their fantastic chemistry is super evident in this song Mm -hmm. because of the way that their call and response is and the back and forth bouncing. Like I can almost hear their friendship in the song, which makes it so much more fun and like uplifting. Yes. It's such a fun, bouncy song. I definitely agree with what you said that this is probably an instant classic. Oh my goodness. It's I know so for fun. you for me, it's such an instant classic. I put it right on my playlist right away. Instant instantly, the moment I listen to it. And it's like that's another adjective that we haven't included in our descriptors for like some of the other songs that I, I feel like definitely apply, but it's like that bounciness. Like there's for, mm-hmm. for this song, there's never there's never a lull. There's nothing ever not going on it's so quick and them bouncing off of each other it's the song is so full and then even when they're not singing the orchestra sweeps it away and then they jump back into the saddle like it is it is just it's so fun and that's 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 the one thing that i can say for this entire album you even put it in a really good way is that you can hear their friendship because this is an an original song between them two you can hear their friendship you can hear what they've put into this song Mm -hmm. say i i agree like if you if you go to like a minute 49 seconds Seth goes, Liz, I'm feeling the Christmas spirit. And then, you know, she goes, well, I guess that would explain the red nose. And then again, right into it, I would say, I don't know. These songs are fighting. Could be the number one on the album. It is just, you know, all all mixed up together and one beautiful mixing pot of Christmas cheer for me. Definitely. Oh my gosh. I love oh, it. I, it's so fun. And it's the title track for a reason. Yeah. But oh my God, that is... Episode 24 for you. We wish you the merriest by Seth MacFarlane and Liz Gillies. As a whole, Sam, if you can put it into words, what do you think of it? How does it make you feel? It makes me feel full Mm -hmm. and cheery. And cheery. And fun. And fun, yeah. Makes makes me happy. Makes me want to sing and dance. It makes me want to bake. Like I could could put this on in the... uh, in the in the kitchen and I'll like make bread and cake and stuff like that oh my goodness mm-hmm. we could we could do that 
this December because <gasps> we'll be, be we'll be around. Hell yeah. Oh, I say plus I just like making stuff for my friends. Oh, me too. I love baking. I don't like cooking, but I love baking. I like both, but uh, there's something I like cooking more. Baking is is like more chemistry. It's like very you have to be precise with like stuff. Mm. Like how am I, you know, do you know that cookies can come out like 17 different ways depending on like yeah depending on the flour and the sugar you use and stuff like that the butter if it was soft or cool before the amount if you put yeast in it like the amount mm, of, i want cookies oh my gosh i want cookies too Ooh. Mm. Oh, don't you have like don't you have good night fatties in the um in new york like you don't you have like we do oh i'm jealous we have the the equivalent of good night fatties it's called crumble actually my mom texted me like an hour ago and said that they have a crumble now at the liberty tree mall no they next don't to michael's yeah i think i'm going you have to oh my god right next to michael's you say all right mm-hmm. so just know that right after this episode concludes i am fucking speeding to the north to the liberty tree mall as fast as i can holy shit <laughs> it'll take me a while to get there but you know if i if i cut off enough people and put enough people in danger then i can get there hell yeah as you should <laughs> oh yeah i'm like get away i have to go to crumble this is important that's actually not real i just want to say that really quickly that that was a joke that's for fun <laughs> <laughs> i did not drive that way but this 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 album was great and these are really good suggestions sam thank you i think it'll be uh it'll be a classic and um i hope that our listeners listen to this and have a merry christmas happy hanukkah happy, uh, happy kwanzaa happy ooh, all right kwanzaa there we go kwanzaa Qu- yeah kwanzaa is coming up hanukkah christmas i know some of the pagans do yule as well we, oh yes, happy Yule! Happy Yule! We are we are we are from Salem, so that would it's kind of on brand for us. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, but that's gonna be it for us, you guys. And we hope you enjoyed the album as much as we did. Please listen to it if you want to listen to it at the same time as you know us talking about it. You really get those beats in and what we're talking about. And you know, for a reference, just because it's excellent, we recommend that you listen to everything and all that we talk about. Just so you know, diversify yourself and you know, expand your horizons. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But this is not the only place that you can listen to us. No, it is not. You can find us on Instagram at Beso Profundo Podcast. You can also find us on Twitter or X under Beso Profundo uh, underscore. Is that right? I, I, did I just fuck Yeah. That? Yeah. There we go. Sorry, I almost messed up around brand. Uh, Beso Profundo underscore. And also at BasoProfundoPodcast.com. Where if you go to the episodes tab, you'll see every episode in ascending order. The most recent will be at the top. But on those pages, even if you don't have Spotify, because, you know, we have links for our Apple Music, Google Podcasts, our RSS feed and Spotify on there. But say, I don't have a, I don't have a Spotify. I don't have the app downloaded. I don't want to listen to it on Spotify. I don't know where to listen to it. Go right to our websites under the episode tabs, click on the episode in particular, and there will be the link for the episode right on there waiting for you. So please check us out. Rate us five stars. Talk about us. Tell us, you know, what you think. And more importantly, tell your friends. Yeah, tell your friends about Beso Profundo. Yeah. Yeah. We like to have fun here, and we hope you do too. So that is going to be it for us, you guys, and we hope to see you in the next episode. All right. See you. Later. Goodbye. Ho, ho, ho. (laughs) Ho, ho, ho.